Hello, everyone. My name is Trent Meyer, and welcome to another episode of Bank Statements, part of the Federal Home Loan Bank of Topeka podcast series. This episode, we have a very important topic to discuss, one that I know is at the forefront of many of our members' minds, and that is e-signatures and e-notes as it relates to signing lending docs. And joining me today to help answer some questions and provide clarity on this topic and where FHLB stands is our Director of Financial Services, Kylie Mergen. Kylie is not only intimately involved with our collateral processes, but she's also helped lead the charge on e-notes from the Federal Home Loan Bank perspective and has a wealth of knowledge on this subject. Kylie, thank you for joining us today uh, to help sort through this seemingly complicated topic. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to share with you all what I know and admit what I don't know and hopefully give our members some more information about e-notes. Oh, absolutely. And this should be very informative. Um, the concept of e-signatures and, and e-notes, it's been thrown around for quite some time now. And certainly when the pandemic set in, signing loan documents electronically and socially distance uh, certainly escalated these topics and rose them to the forefront. And being out on the road, our members talk about it all the time with me and electronic signatures is something a lot of them would like to be able to pledge to the Federal Home Loan Bank and allow their customers to digitally sign those loan docs. So to get things started, we really need to set the stage here uh, for the rest of the conversation. So Kylie, could you describe to us um, what the difference between an e-signature and an e-note is and why is it so important that we distinguish between the two? Yeah, of, of course. Um, this is a really great foundation question, I think, to sort of move us forward in the conversation of what truly is an e-note and what it's not. Uh, all, e-note, all e-notes have an electronic signature, right? But not all notes that have an electronic signature are, in fact, e-notes. So you need one for the other, but the other one can just be an e-signature out there on its own. Um, there are certain requirements that have to be met. To originate a true e-note, first, the e-note must comply with e-sign and UEDA, which are industry standards for electronic signature. And also an e-note must be originated in a certain format. It's a smart doc 1.02, which means something in the industry. It might not mean anything, you know, during this conversation, but there is a, a certain document that the e-note has to be originated on. It also must be registered on the Mersey registry and stored in an e-vault with a tamper-resistant seal. So if you think about paper notes, right, in the paper world, you store them in, an, in a vault, in a locked file cabinet, right, um, and you want to ensure their safety. The same is, happens in an e-vault for e-notes. Uh, and we've established requirements to accept e-notes, but we have not for electronic signatures. Gotcha. Yeah, there's certainly a distinguishable difference. And one thing I really liked that you said there is that all e-notes have an electronic signature, but not all electronically signed notes are e-notes, right? So there's a big distinguishment between the e-notes and the e-signature piece. And and understanding the differences and the details is what's going to really be important for our members who are wanting to pledge these going forward. And we're certainly going to dive into that a little bit here. Um, speaking of pledging e-notes, you know, of course, there's a lot of steps in this process. So let's start maybe with step one. It's my understanding that that might be getting set up with the Mersey registry. I know you alluded to that just a minute ago, but can you describe to our members and our listeners what exactly is the MERS e-registry and why is it important in the process and how can our members actually get signed up for that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, MERS is sort of an industry-recognized 
vendor, if you will, right? So MERS stands for Mortgage Electronic Registry System. It's been around for a very long time. Uh, most of us think about MERS as the vehicle to transfer and assign notes and mortgages. But MERS also has sort of this other swim lane that uh, is called the MERS e-registry. And it's currently the only registry out there that can track e-notes. So in the e-note world, well, let's put it this way. In the paper world, you've got this physical document, right? In an e-note world, that doesn't exist anymore. And so the e-registry really helps us identify important information about the e-note, such as the controller, the location, the secured party, and the servicer. Um, it's the main source of reconcilement in the e-note world as far as who, what, and where of that particular e-note. So we have some resources and information on our website that we've put out there as far as what is the e-registry and, and how to link to it. Uh, members can also sign up with Mersey Registry by reaching out directly to them. And if they have additional questions or if they want me to kind of be that buffer, they can certainly reach out to me and, and I will connect them to yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of great resources out on our website, and then contacting Kylie is always a good way to get things done too. Um, but MERS, you know, it sounds like it essentially tracks every piece of the process when it comes to e-notes, and and also helps identify who may legally hold the right to that note. Which us being a collateral based lender, we've got to have that established um, for pledging purposes and establishing that lending value and allowing you to, to uh, borrow against that collateral. So MERS is certainly a, a key step in that process. So MERS, we'll call that step one after getting set up with them, what other systems or processes might uh, a member or someone who's wanting to pledge these e-notes need to have in place to officially get started with that? Yeah, that's a, a great question. So to originate a true e-note, our members will need to have the systems in place to do it, right? So an e-origination platform, e-closing, that e-vault, which I mentioned earlier, um, and all of those would need to meet our operational requirements. So sometimes that's the same vendor, right? Start to finish, you can work with the same company. Sometimes you can sort of piecemeal that together um, and you can fit all of those necessary pieces to originate an e-note. Um, it's really going to depend on what our members needs are, who they're currently using and what pieces they're missing. Um, I would encourage members to start thinking about what technology providers they currently have and if they offer that e-note technology. And if not, they may want to start researching possible providers now so that they're ready and prepared to move. Yeah, forward definitely. It, it, to kind of mimic that, I, it, I really think that e-notes is going to be the technology of the future. We're going to be moving in that direction. I mean, the pandemic kind of brought that to life for us. And so, as Kylie said, it's important It's important that you ensure that you have access to e-origination, e-closing, and e-vault, as well as the MERS technology. Um, so talking with your providers now that you currently have or looking into some other ones that potentially could fit the bill, uh, certainly important as we continue to move forward. And if you have questions on these providers, uh, definitely let us know. We can help point you in the right direction. We, we've got some resources that can show you, you know, who, who, who does and doesn't. We've just heard through the grapevine ones that are easy to work with. So let us know if you have any questions on that. We can, we can certainly help you point you in the right direction. But once a member's all set up, ready to pledge, has the has MERS, has e-origination, has e-closing, has e-vault, has all the boxes checked. What types of uh, collateral are actually going to be eligible? And do you think you can comment at all on what the lending value might look like on, on those? Sure. Currently, we, we're only offering e-notes as collateral in our single family asset categories, more specifically first lien and second lien closed in uh, mortgages. 
So that's our, our current step, step one, mm-hmm. right? Um, and right now we are not anticipating that there will be any lending value adjustments for e-notes. So um, yeah, today that's, that's where we are. Uh, great news that no lending value adjustments. I mean, I, I think that some people might have been worried that there may have been more of a haircut with the e-notes and electronically signed documents, but great to hear that same lending value will be applied. Um, certainly a little disappointing, I guess, that it's just residential mortgages. I know I've talked to a lot of our members uh, that were looking forward to commercial loans, but can you comment actually on commercial loans? I, I know it sounds like they're not able to be pledged right now, but um, can you maybe tell us why that might be the case and then if there's a potential for them to be added in the future? Yes. Uh, this is the single most asked question that we get about e-notes, um, right? So yeah, you take single family, but when is the rest coming, right? Um, so after we explain the how, members, they want to know what, right? What can we do? How can we do this? Um, there are a few reasons that we haven't been able to move forward in the commercial real estate or any other asset category for that matter, right? In those spaces yet. First, the Mersey registry, which we just talked about at length. Um, it's a vital piece of e-note origination and it is only established currently for single family assets. So there isn't a, a registry for other assets right now. Um, the Federal Home Loan Bank as a system, right? So all 11 of us together um, continue to work with MERS to develop and push for additional assets to be recognized on the MERSI registry. But I don't know how long that's going to take, right? Um, a- another reason is that the in- infrastructure and the market standards required to support e-notes um, and other asset ca- ca- classes, excuse me, is not established like it is for one to four families. So e-notes for single family assets have been around for probably a lot longer than anybody realizes, right? So at least 20 years, maybe 30. Um, I want to say back in the 90s, it was originated. So um, the foundation was already there. The path was already there for us. We just had to kind of move some branches out of the way for other asset categories. There's no path, right? Like we're building a path of our own. And that is just going to take a lot more time. I'm, I'm excited to see how it develops. Um, but I, I have no idea as far as timing on that. And I know that's not what anybody wants to hear. <laughs> I mean, you know, of course, they'd love for you to tell them, hey, it's going to be here in the next six months. But that's just not the reality of the situation. But I would say that the silver lining here is that we are working on it. I mean, it is a totally new thing that has not really been done before, no path established, but the Federal Home Loan Bank, our staff, we're trying to blaze that trail and get there. So take you can take a little bit of um, comfort in knowing that, that we are working on it. It's going to be exciting to see where it goes. And in the meantime, I would just suggest to members work on the residential side because I would imagine that once commercial comes along, the process is going to be not too far removed from what the residential process looks like. And so if you can start with some of those residential mortgages, maybe get your feet wet, uh, feel the process out, you'll be much in a much better place once commercial real estate and other asset classes do get added to the mix. So that would be my suggestion to people as we continue to move forward here. And we'll certainly keep everybody posted um, as those new asset classes come along. Uh, There's certainly a lot that goes in uh, to getting set up to pledge e-notes, and we've talked about a lot of it so far. But for our listeners that are really wanting to get things kicked off and get started with this, is there are there some other resources we have uh, that could potentially help them out? Could you talk about some of those? 
Yes, I, lo- I love this question. Uh, mostly because I feel like we've, we've done a lot of that legwork, right? We've done a lot of the, the research and we have a lot of great resources that we can pass along to our members to at least have a, a starting point and for them to sort of take it from there. Um, we have a great team here at the bank who are really invested in providing this to our members. Uh, we've built an, a new eNotes landing page that I'm very excited about or that you can find on our website. It, it has a ton of resources for researching information. Our operational requirements for eNotes are out there. We also created a checklist so that way you can kind of see start to finish, right? We started with MERS. We're talking about all of all of the things. Uh, we've, we've created a checklist so that you can see sort of where you're at in that process and, and just explore the world of eNotes, right? Because it is, there's a lot, there's a lot out there. And so hopefully we have some some great resources for you to sort of narrow that, that down a little bit. Uh, we also have a great facts and question document that we created. Um, to address some of those recurring questions that we get, right? The, yeah. the commercial real estate question, the lending value question, those are questions we get all the time. And so we do have a facts and question document out there to, to hopefully guide our members. Um, there's an ability to subscribe to the Enos landing page. Um, and as information's updated, then you'll be notified. So that's good, right? Go out there, subscribe. If we have new information, if anything new comes along, if we post something new, you're going to get an email that tells you, hey, this is new out there and you don't have to keep going back and checking every single time. Um, Of course, if you have questions, reach out to your regional account manager. Trent is a great resource for those of you who have have Trent. I'm happy to walk members through and share with them what I know about eNotes. I don't pretend to know that I know everything, but I I know a lot. And so, yeah, I'm happy to share that with anybody who's willing to listen, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've I've checked out that new landing page and and it's great. So I would highly encourage people to go out to fhlbtopeka.com and check out that landing page and get signed up for the email makes it very easy, comes directly to you when something changes. Um, so certainly, certainly something I would highly encourage people who think that they might be interested in eNotes, uh, to go out and do, but like Kylie said, her, she, her staff, all very well versed in it. Your regional account managers, well versed in the eNotes process, happy to help with any questions you have as well. So you and the team certainly been working hard to get eNotes, the pledging process up and running, doing a great job on that. Do you have a timeline? Where, where are we at on this? Are, are we getting close? Yeah, now, right? The time is now. We are so excited about what we've built. Um, we've built the requirements. And honestly, we're just anxiously awaiting a member to originate a true e-note, right? That meets all the requirements, not just an electronic signature, but a true e-note. Um, and that wants to pledge them to us. I, I feel a little field of dreams, right? Like if you build it, they will come. And I, I feel like we've built it. We have the requirements out there. We're ready to accept them as soon as uh, a, a member is ready, then we're ready. And I'm so excited to finally see the other side of it and to to start to provide collateral value for it. Yeah, absolutely. That's great to hear. I, I know that a lot of hard work has gone into getting us to this point. So being up and running and ready to accept the first one, I mean, that's awesome. Very exciting. And I'd encourage any of our listeners or our members that might be interested in pledging an e-note to reach out to us, partner with us. You might even be the first one to pledge an e-note to the Federal Home Loan Bank. How cool would that be? I mean, really blaze a trail there. So definitely let us know if you're interested in getting the systems up and running. We'd be happy to to work closely with you to get that going. You know, certainly a lot of good information here for our listeners. Gave them a lot to think about, good resources for them to check out. 
if there's one key takeaway that you could leave for them and those people that might be interested in getting starting with the getting started with the process, uh, what might that be? Do your research, right? That's that's my like one word of advice is like I know with the way that the world shifted last year, right, with the pandemic, e-signatures and e-notes, they're going to continue to gain momentum and. I don't want our members to get left behind in that, right? So I want our members to head in the right direction with the right foundation and give them the ability to use these assets in the future as collateral. Um, so research your current technology providers on what their capabilities are to originate e-notes, determine who's best to, to use to move your organization forward. Um, review those operational requirements. Even if this is on your five-year plan, go out there and review them now and just know what you're up against, right? Sometimes just knowing what the plan is or, or how to get there um, will, will help. Um, use us as a sounding board, right? We have a lot of great people here who want to give nothing more than to give our members information and, and get them in a good place. So um, I don't want to pretend like we know everything, but but I am absolutely certain that any person here would share their knowledge with any of our members to, to get them in a better spot. Um, there's a ton of information out there. Deciphering all of it can be really intimidating. I think that's part of it too, right? Like there's so much narrowing it down and figuring out what's important, what to leave behind. Um, I know that gets hard, but I really do think it's going to be worth it for our members. Yeah, I do too. I, I think, you know, change is, is always difficult. It can be, but man, can it also be rewarding once you get there and you get it all established and you figure out the process, it can really pay off in the end. And like Kylie said, we have plenty of resources to help you get there. We want you to succeed in this area. Um, and, and together, I think that we can do that and, and it'll be a benefit to you as well, because you may provide the service for your customers already to electronically sign documents, but those aren't pledgeable to the federal home loan bank or any other sources that you may have. But if you work with us and, and we help you out and get that e-notes process set up, uh, it can be mutually beneficial, not only for you, but for your customer too, and, and make that pro uh, that process pretty seamless. So, um, you know, Kylie, thank you for taking the time and joining us today and sharing your expert, your expertise with us. You know, it's, it's a complicated subject, and so we really appreciate you helping us clear those waters and, and provide a path for, for our listeners and our membership. Absolutely. I'm always happy to share information with our members and our staff, right, um, to continue to move the needle forward to eNotes and, and any other collateral for that matter, right? If members have questions about, about collateral, certainly we're here to support them in any way that we can. So thanks for having me and letting me share. Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate it. And once again, I'd like to thank all of you for joining us on another episode of Bank Statements. Please stay tuned for our next episode where I'll have uh, other regional account managers joining me for a segment we would like to call the RAM Roundtable. Basically, you'll get some boots on the ground, real-time information about the happenings from within our district and, and those people that are really on the front lines. And so certainly looking forward to that. And thank you all again. My name is Trent Meyer. And until next time. Bank Statements podcast is brought to you by the Federal Home Loan Bank of Topeka and our members, the community financial institutions in Colorado, Kansas, Nebraska, and Oklahoma. To learn more about our cooperative and get the most out of your membership, reach out to your regional account manager or friendly lending staff at 800-809-2733.